1: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cubs lose 12-1 to the Pirates. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. The highlight of the night, a rabid squirrel in
2: the outfield.
0: I'm Other sure than that, rabid.
1: anything else you got?
2: Um, I, I won who you got. We'll, we'll, get, to <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. White Sox
0: money line's looking good. Are we
1: sure it was rabid? No, uh, actually, Corey Friedman's on, and he says Luke had the squirrel, and who he got? So he's <laughs> the winner, see? He was my, uh, he was my backup choice.
2: I, mm. I, I thought Nico was your 1B. He was my 1C. 1C. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, uh, everyone. you know, first of all, tough day to release our uh, Hey Chicago, What Do You Say t-shirt, <laughs> hey Chicago, although it is what do you say? a sick, drip t-shirt.
0: Yeah. Hey Chicago, what do you say? We stinks. <laughs> Yeah, the other go. side of it should say We Stinks <laughs> yeah, instead, of a, instead of a number. <laughs> yeah. we got a new yeah.
1: shirt. All kinds of new swag came out today. CHGO Locker. Check it out. Uh, that's the new Cubs one. We like it. It's a great shirt. We love it. It's nice and soft. talk yeah. about it more later, but uh, yikes. Ugh. Man, this team, I tell you what, they... They drew you back in. They reeled you back in a little bit, Cody, with a couple yep. wins over the Braves.
0: Tomorrow, the pain parlay is back, baby. Can't wait. Mm. This
1: was more like the team that lost 10 in a row. Yeah. This is yeah. the team that lost 10 in a row. That The inning with the errors and the walks, and yeah. it was just horrific baseball.
0: Yeah. Uh, the road to 63 victories is not looking great. Uh, one might say... Uh, it is not going to come close. I'm holding out some hope, but.
2: How do you feel about your 87-win preseason projection?
0: Ryan, <laughs> I just had to watch them lose 12-1. to 1. Why would you <laughs> bring that pain. up? He's had enough like, pain. How much more pain do I have to go through, Ryan? Uh, oh, wait. I, I didn't go to Mizzou. There you go. I came, <laughs> I
2: came in the office today, and I got I to gotta get to have some fun. Man. I don't get to have fun like this <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm at the ballpark. Okay, there's, you were due one. You yeah, were due one. There's
1: not enough icy hot in the world to cover up Cody's pain from <laughs> tonight.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I some people were tweeting at me during the game, like, going to be in the chat ready for the rant. And I'm just like, no. I'm, I'm back. I mean, those rants come around once every few weeks, man. Like, at least we didn't have to see a position player pitch tonight, I guess. Well. And here's let's mm-hmm.
1: get right to the chat. Like Steven's mentioning it, Michael, uh AGO twenty nine eleven. Did the Cubs, you know, it, it's already started. They they don't like what they see it in Killian. It's been three starts in the big leagues. Yep. The last two, he's really struggled with his command. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, did they overvalue if this is the top pitching prospect, we're in trouble. It's three starts. But yeah. it, these last two have been real strange because when we say the command wasn't there, yes, he walked five guys in two and a third. Yeah. Um, Who's but this guy? Paul. some
0: of the, some of the pitches,
1: yeah, Paul, like, Paul
3: thinks Herb has bigger guns than yeah, Cody. Is, just, I just want to make sure Herb gets, I mean,
0: that. Herb's her, Herb's a big dude, but like, yeah, this is, this like is, why would you have to like, why'd you to bring that up? Herb says no. All right. Thank you, Herb.
2: <laughs> there you go. All right. Cody's showing off the Pythons. Herb the gets to watch winning baseball, though. That's fair. Yeah, Herb's over there watching the Sox <laughs> beat the Blue Jays right now. But <laughs> Just
1: to get back on topic.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. we're. I just. Caleb common.
1: Killian, five walks. And some of these pitches were like just a bit. I mean, they weren't even close. Some yeah. of them, you know. And same yeah. with the last game. To the backstop. He had wild pitches. Um, I'm still going to chalk it up to just some nerves, you know, it, it's just rookie nerves. He's at the major league level. He's trying to do too much. Uh, the first inning was good, the two strikeouts. And so I'd kind of hoped that was going to just get the snowball rolling for him. Yeah. Um, but our friend Greg Huss put out the the stat on Twitter that was shocking. You know, mm-hmm. I knew he had been much better with the command in the minors, but last season in the minors, a couple different levels, just over 100 innings pitched, 13 total walks so far in just over 11 innings for the Cubs, 12 walks. I mean, yeah. he's still throwing the same distance. Yeah. So clearly he's trying to, you know, he's trying to do too much.
0: Right. That's got
1: to be the answer.
0: I, you know, my as, – as the guy from the outside, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like Brendan – when it comes to just pitching analytics and stuff like that. So, as the fan, as someone watching on, my, on the couch, on the TV, like, to me, it's it's definitely that fastball command. He cannot he, – he's, like you said, he's been way off. It's not even borderline. And the first inning was great. Yeah. You, you struck out the first two in the first inning, and Luke's like, man, I got who you, who you got in the bag tonight, baby. And then the second inning happened, you know – we haven't even mentioned Jonathan VR's name yet. We'll get to it. But <laughs> I know that ending, a lot of it was on him for that ending being as bad as it was. But then the next inning after that was was not any better. I mean, walks will kill you. It doesn't matter how good of stuff you have. If you walk, guys, it ain't going to work out. Basically, though, what I'm saying is when I'm watching it, it's, it I, I want to say it's mechanics or – or maybe he has what we call the yips. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm also looking at it as third star of his major league career. Yep. He does know. He came in the big Chris Bryant trade. There, there is pressure on this guy to be something. And I think at the end of the day, he's just got to get to a point where he's comfortable.
2: So. Yeah, I'm sorry. I started I start What are giggling. you laughing at? Because Paul said Herb is Cody's dad. No, no, Paul's on Paul's on Cody's case. He's
1: he's trolling uh, during the Sox
2: game. Paul, go back to the Sox game. They're uh, winning. Uh, no, but I was just gonna say, like Killian. I mean, obviously the command. And he said. I mean, he said it last game how at his least game he didn't, were nice. the game did The game just didn't <laughs> feel normal. The game, you know, he, he didn't feel normal out there. This is his last start again. Um, and I, like you mentioned, Luke, that first inning looked really promising, and then. Yeah things just kind of fell off. I mean, I, I just looking at it at Savant and it's like all five pitches he threw like the five different types, none of them, like it really didn't have consistent location on him. Um, I know last time he said that he felt like he was just kind of, he wasn't just, just ripping it. Like he was attacking and ripping, like ripping it. Like he was just trying to locate it too much. And, and, you know, what they tell pitchers you know, don't try to locate it, just pitch it. And I mean, maybe that's maybe that's it. He's just really putting too much pressure on himself, trying too hard, and not sticking to the things that have made him really good in the minor mm-hmm. leagues. Um, maybe you know rookie nerves could be a part of it, and it, it again it, it could just be he's just not he's not working out well right now, and uh, we don't know or I think we can expect that he once some of these injuries in the rotation kind of work themselves out, he'll probably go back down to to Iowa with notes, which different things that. Uh, that Tommy Hardy and, and CY and everyone else can like give him be like, hey, go work on this stuff down in A like this is what you need to work on before bring it back up. So maybe he gets another start or two in this rotation before then. Um, we'd definitely like to see him get back to especially what he did in his first one uh, a little little obviously better than the last two. Um, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't good after that first inning. The first inning again was promising. I mean he had some of the stuff that makes him really good pitcher and the lat the you know the next two and a third or whatever it was just wasn't wasn't there.
1: I'm not ready for him to go back to triple A and it's it's funny to watch the the different levels of concern in the chat. You know, Isaac's like we overvalued the farm system. It's average. Uh, Steven says, if Killian sucks this bad, I can only imagine the other pitching prospects what they're going to be. And then you go up above that, and it's Joe saying, hey, this is exactly what happened to him in the fall league. He had trouble with command, and then he shoved the rest of the time he was there. Just let him get adjusted. I'd, I'd have a bigger con- set of concern if he was coming in and there was no movement on his pitches or his fastball had dropped and there was no velocity or – he was, just get, he was throwing what he thought was good stuff, and he was getting crushed. Right now, he can't throw the ball over the plate. Everything tells you in the minor leagues that's fixable.
0: Yeah. It has nothing to do with who's standing there other than in his head. So I, I think anyone who thinks, like Isaac's comment, you know, we overvalued the farm, it's average. I guarantee you. If I and, and if I'm wrong about this, feel free to yell at me about how wrong and dumb I am. I don't care. I think this is the one thing that I will be right about this year, is that this farm system will be a top ten farm system by season's end. So well, I, if they're not all at the major league level.
2: I don't <laughs> even think it's 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 us overvaluing the farm system. It's like no. taking what you know, people that follow prospects for a living every single day talk about and, and comparing farm systems and you no, know, I don't think the Cubs were in the top ten at all. But they definitely, I think they should have four th- four players in the top one hundred now. Um, I think Caleb Killian is just like yeah, just outside Killian, it. Uh, well, I, I know uh, baseball.
0: I know baseball America yeah. like literally put him like
2: number one hundred on their top. Yeah, 100. And but that, like, I think he's just outside the h- top hundred right. pipeline. Right. So I think um, it's Hernandez, PCA, Davis, Davis yeah. and then Killian. So I, uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a little too early to just shoot down the. At farm, least give the guy remember. ten starts. That, yeah. That's that's what I him think. for him for sure. But then even the farm system Holy is like, it's it's just overreacting. That's yeah. you're gonna see and it's hard to say that whenever because, we've already seen some guys <laughs>
0: who weren't even ranked in the top 100 come up and be productive. I mean Chris Morrell, he's been great this year for the Cubs. Yeah, we've seen and he's a number seen, 21 prospect, right? Done. And like, we've we've seen we've seen good from Ethan Roberts and and obviously bad. And I know he's supposed to be coming back soon. We have you know. I know Keegan Thompson was a prospect last year, but, Mm -hmm. like, he's a pitching prospect. Justin Steele, pitching prospect. Like, the pitching side of the farm is I personally feel like the pitching side, at least, is something that we really don't have to get insanely concerned about. I just think that for pitching prospects, it is always a roller coaster at the start. Unless, unless you're, you know... The name I'm thinking about off the top of my head because I just remember the hype when he came up, like, Steven Strasburg. Like, I remember the hype right. he had coming up, like, nationally <clears throat> broadcasted game when, in his Major League debut, I'm pretty sure. There was a lot of talk about it. That was also a long time ago and how baseball was covered. But, like, you know. Those th- those are few and far in between, though, right? Like, yeah. you gotta you got to give some of these guys some time and a chance. And, again, remember – this, his outing might have gone different if Jonathan Villar didn't have the two heirs. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, 100%. outside the walks, he might, because as soon as you let all those guys on confidence starts to drip or dip You start and, trying and, to do too much. And you try and yeah, you try to do too much. And I think that's just all part of like just being a rookie and young and, and all that stuff. And it just, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff in there that you gotta, you know, work through it. It is again, it doesn't matter about wins or losses at this point in the season. You just hope by the end of September, you see, you've see you seen enough from Killian that lets you go into next year thinking, okay, this guy should be in the rotation opening day in
1: 2023. He can't take anything from the first three starts. A little disappointment because he didn't come in and do the best right out of the gate. Uh, actually, his first start was really, really good. I have no complaints about his first start. He hasn't had command in the next two. It's not a big deal. This is why what Kerry Wood did back in the day is so unbelievable yeah. in his fifth start to have, like, the <laughs> greatest game ever pitched. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't It doesn't happen. It doesn't like, happen. It, you don't just come up and have that kind of poise and command and all of right. that at, at one and, time. And I know. And, and this season is the perfect time to let him work it out. And then right.
2: the amount of pitchers that come up and are, like, successful big league starters right away is like. Minuscule, like right. a small fraction of all. Ma- anyone that's ever been like at a time a good major league starter, they most of them probably a vast majority of them did not come up and have success right away. um Again, yeah, like everyone's saying, it's in struggling is obviously disappointing to see because you expect the, you expect better results from the top pitching prospect, but at the same time, he's a rookie. He's three starts in. And if you're gonna write him off this early, then I I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't know I don't know what to say if you're gonna if you're gonna say Caleb Killian's not it right now because no I don't know that he is gonna be anything good. But it's three starts into his big league career. Like it's
3: it's also worth mentioning. Yeah. This isn't like uh, Jack Leiter from uh, Vanderbilt drafted in the top five last year. Like this isn't a guy that came in with the this like you know, upper echelon, pitching prospect, type peak, blue chip guy. This is a guy that has emerged in the farm as someone who they really think could be a piece, but not someone they're necessarily counting on to be the ace of the future. And so he struggled in his first couple outings. Like, that's okay. Right. I just think that point has sort of been lost amongst the Cubs fans right now. And I saw a comment that said the same thing. I thought it was a great point, I think, from Joe.
0: I will go back on that a little bit and say that I do think they have higher expectations than that overall for him. But, yeah, you – At this point, I think the expectation is you just want the guy to be a guy who can give you 30 starts a year whenever he's actually comfortable in the league. I I would hope that, considering he came back in the Chris Bryant trade, I would hope that the Cubs project him as a top top three rotation starter, you know, by, you know, 2024. Uh, That's what I would expect.
1: Listen, Steele and... Keegan Thompson both had struggles last year at times. They both look good at times. So far, that's what we've seen of killing coming up. This year, Thompson and Steele have had stretches of greatness yes. and struggles. Keegan just came off two really bad
0: starts. And then he had three he, great ones in oh. a row.
1: And now today, everybody's saying, we have two pieces. We've, they, you, you look at the Thompson start backed up against the Steele one. You go, wow, okay, we've got something. Flashes, you, have yeah. the, you have two pieces of the rotation for next year. But one of them will probably struggle in their next outing, and you'll say, Oh, they're no good. We're going to put yeah. them back in the bullpen. Like, yeah. that's just the roller coaster of young pitchers right now. Like, it's just not lights out for everybody when they come up to the major league level. And he had a bad game. He's had two bum games in a row. You know what? Frankly, the games don't mean anything other than this start. Like, so it was disappointing that it happened so early because once he came out, I was like, all right, we got two more hours of watching this game, and what else is going to interest me? That's what I wanted to watch in the game tonight. That part of it's disappointing. Do I think Caleb Killian's going to be a bust? No. This doesn't change my mind about him at all. No. Any more than the first game where he had one bad inning, I was like, I wasn't going to say after that, oh, there's a perennial loss, a future Hall of Famer. It's just part of what's going to happen, and hopefully by the next time around he'll figure it out i saw uh, i think it was joe saying that he had seen he thought killian mentioned that the baseballs were different at the major league level which the baseballs have been if if he did say that it's interesting because baseballs have been such a big part of this season and the discussion around the league pitchers all saying there's something different with the baseball it's soft they don't like it um and, you know, I, I have no idea if that's true or not, but it would be interesting, that, you know, if that's something he's had to adjust to. Now, that said, it didn't affect Swarmer in a couple starts, but then he had a couple bad starts, and we'll see more of him tomorrow. But, again, it's guys coming up. You can't yeah. expect them to come up and just be Hall of Famers I think lot, right out of the
0: gate. Yeah, and I, th- I think a lot of the overreaction here is because it was against the Pirates. Unless, yes. I'm I'm with everyone. Like the Cubs are running the organization like the Pirates this year. It's a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. Blah blah blah. I've <laughs> said it I've said the spiel. But right now you could say that the Pirates their future outlook looks a lot better than the Cubs when you look at some of the guys that they got. Key Brian Hayes, I know he went over four tonight, but he's got a bright future. They already extended him. O'Neal Cruz. Two two for five tonight, four RBIs. Yep. Two runs. And then uh, Mad- Madras, three, three for four. I Again, I'm not Brian saying. Brian Reynolds, if they don't end up yeah, trading him. Yeah, and Brian Reynolds, two hits. And then Cubs legend, Dan Vogelbach, two <laughs> hits, whatever. Always. Again, I'm not saying the Pirates en route to win a 100 games in the next two years. I am saying, though, that they have young guys, too, through their farm system that they have called up, and they're showing promise. The Cubs... Are on their way to doing that, and they could be doing that a lot more if they would just, you know, DFA a few guys. And I'm not going down the, I'm not going down the rabbit hole again, but you get <laughs> what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is that it doesn't, it it really, genuinely doesn't matter what team it is. It's a major league team. They have major league talent. Almost every team. I mean, you can even find the major league talent on the Cubs roster with as bad as they are. Sure. So, I just again. Do not, do not just because it's the pirates. Do not overreact to co- to, to Caleb Kilroy's star because they played the pirates. I just I think that's lazy, honestly.
1: Michael in the chat, Michael Collada, here's here's what I would say to your comments. The first one is, games don't mean anything, which is what I was saying. June twenty second, big league team, what a joke. I'm not here to sugarcoat it. That's just a fact. Like just the truth, the, at the this score point. of the games really means nothing other than hey, if you want to enjoy the game and it's fun to see a win, but if you think they're going to the playoffs, like, no, they mean nothing. What The only thing the games mean this year is about development, individual development, individual players making progress. And so you didn't see it these last two games with Killian. Um, but your next comment is don't have to be Hall of Famers. Just go six freaking innings. I understand what you're saying. I would like to see him pitch better. Frankly, nobody goes six innings in Major League Baseball hardly anymore. Yeah. Like, even some of the good pitchers are only going five. That's just the way the game's changing. Now, would I have liked to have seen five or six good innings? Yes, that's what we're looking for. But he hasn't had that in two of his three starts. One of them, he was really good except for one inning. And he bounced back in that next inning. So, I I don't know. His stuff, his stuff still looks good. I know that Brendan uh, in last night's podcast was talking about the analytics all still say that his pitches, are a lot of them are still above league, league average coming in, just the way they grade out. Uh, it's about command. It's simply about command. And so when that gets under control, no pun intended, <laughs> things will turn around for Caleb Killian. Have some faith. Like, two bad games in, on the major league level does not mean a pitcher is a bust. No. It's, no. it's just it's not even in the conversation right now. Low, low Way Yumper. too early. He could, um, in fact, he could not have any success this season, go back and come back next season and,
0: and have be a completely different pitcher. Uh, before we read Lil Yumper's uh, super chat, which shout out to you, bro. I just, you oh, know, people were talking about, you know, complaining about the lack of being able to go deep in the game, stuff like that. Uh, we've mentioned Matthew Libertor on this podcast before. He's the top pitching prospect for the Cardinals. I think someone said every time the Cardinals bring someone up, they're good. I will tend to agree with, with that on, on a certain spectrum for sure. Uh, but I just want to say he has four starts, and he got roughed up one of them by the Cubs, gave up four runs. And then on May 21st against the Pirates, he also gave up four runs. Uh, and he, the most he's gone is five innings. He pitched five innings on June 14th and didn't allow a run, but again, he's going through the ups and downs as well. Like I, I just, it, it goes back to my point that it's, it's just way too early. And again, he is, he is a more highly touted prospect than Killian, I think in terms of rankings. So, uh, you know, you can go find other young pitchers. I, 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 you know, if you want to you want to grade this based off other young pitchers in the league? I think you should go check out some other young pitchers in the league and just look at their stat, their box score, their first five starts, I guess. I, yeah. I This isn't uncommon. So, no. Uh I goes
1: 29-11, but we just saw a rookie, struggling young pitcher, which is okay, but many were expecting something else. They were expecting the Killian show. Oh, don't get me wrong, everybody's disappointed. Mm. At least I know I am watching it. Like I'm disappointed in the three starts as a whole. Yeah, yeah we were all hoping that he was going to come out and strike out 11 guys. You know. Yeah. And and it is. Yes, it's social media. And it's it's our show. It's everybody's show. Excited to see him come up. Yeah, because it was something to look forward to. Right. Again, the score. While it's fun to root for a wins and losses. what are they? 17 games under 500. Like, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, right. it doesn't matter. But killing making progress would matter, and yeah. so yes, it is disappointing. But don't forget that his next start could change your mind completely
0: the other direction. Right. Uh, Lily Yumper says Shout in the super chat. Uh, thanks Ooh, yeah. again. Let the kid figure it out in the major leagues. Cubs are not going anywhere anyway, and that's basically what we've been yeah, saying. Yeah, agreed.
1: It's just unless it gets so bad that it starts to impact his confidence. You know, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to see him struggle so much with the command that it becomes – Rich Hill had it for a while when it was the Cubs. He he was throwing it to the backstop at Wrigley Field, like oh. up into the netting sometimes. I don't want to see it mentally bother him, and I have no idea if it is or isn't. But I'll tell you what, playing him with that defense behind him, like playing Jonathan VR at second base certainly can't be helping his confidence. No, Now he's afraid any ball that goes to the right side, he's in trouble because – If it's hit in the air, he's going to sit there and watch it drop. And if it's hit at his legs, right between his legs, he's going to boot it. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to do something for the kid's confidence. Don't have Jonathan VR playing second base. If you're that hell-bent on playing Jonathan VR for some reason, let him be the DH. I don't need to see VR in the field ever. Yeah, yeah. And that's what like, was the stat you I, I said, Ryan?
0: I'm sure he's a great guy. He's a terrible fielder. Remember. Defensive run saved stat?
2: Oh, someone tweeted it. Let me see if I can find it. Like
0: minus Like minus, uh, 0.8 think, or something like, like that? I think
2: Matt Clapp tweeted it out, but I kind of want to look it up. Yeah, uh,
1: Jack saying, should have played Simmons. I'm, hey, As far as defense, yeah. Uh, I'm not begging for Andrelton Simmons to play, but I'd rather see him play than VR. If, if you need
2: yeah. defense, yeah. As far as defense, yeah. Well, at
1: least he does one thing well.
2: Yeah. The defense or the the, the Wi Fi in this spot is not good. So yeah, my Wi Fi has bit. stopped working too. <laughs> it's gonna take me a little bit to get there.
0: Um who else? Stephen says I've not seen any, seen any progress from Killian, and that's a bit concerning. I mean, I get it, but I mean, we've seen good from him. Did we forget about the first start? And that was against yeah. a better, the best lineup he's seen. I, I I it has not been a complete disaster so far. Yes. Did we read?
3: Uh, did we read Little Yumper's comment?
0: Yeah, we okay. did. Okay,
2: oh, perfect. Yeah. perfect, perfect. Um, and shout a, out to Little Yumper for that. Here, yeah, it's, for, it's from uh, Matt Clapp at the blog finds on Twitter. Jonathan VR entered this game worth negative seven defensive runs saved and negative eight outs above average. That's really hard to do in 42 games. I agree. It's been that bad bro. It's
0: not just been a second base. It's been at short. It's been at third. It's not great, man. And, like, this was a two a two-and-a-half war player last year. I have no idea what happened to him. No. It's like and the Cubs think they, they can stone. get something for him. I don't know how the Cubs think they, they're going to get anything from him at the deadline. I don't.
1: <laughs> Corey jumps in and says, can't miss an opportunity to get a guy with a 580 OPS into the lineup who also rates negatively as a defender. Just no choice but to play VR. <laughs> I mean, right. on, obviously it has to do with they're trying to shop him somehow. Or but, tank. But, but <laughs> seeing that, what, like what team would be like, yep. Give me some of that, the He's drop, not even, fly ball, and yeah. the boot at second base. He's not even it's giving tough,
0: you man. offense, man.
1: I mean, Cody picked him for who you got. That was one of the just boldest a, picks of the yeah, year. Just a the, will into the, some
2: existence. The boldest pick <laughs> not, of the year.
0: Somehow this guy is hitting over five hundred against JT Brubaker. If he, if, again, two-and-a-half war player last year. He was good at some point. He just is not now. There uh, are two
1: <laughs> things that are now not allowed on who you got. Cody's not allowed to pick VR, and I'm not allowed to pick a pitcher. Pick pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time I pick a pitcher, they're horrific. <laughs> like, it doesn't that's, that's it doesn't matter who it is, they bomb. Every time I pick them, it's like second inning. Well, I'm not winning who you got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there have been some good pitching performances this year. I haven't picked any of them. It's, pitching is just not your thing, Luke. It is not. I'm not the pitch doctor. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Ian Happ has to be traded. We've got to get all of our eggs in the prospects basket. Isaac, we're going to talk about that in the second segment. We'll save Happer.
2: Yeah, we'll save Happer. Morell. Wow.
1: Uh, are you? So yeah, we're, a lot of people obviously worried that Killian is a bust after yeah. three starts in the big leagues. <laughs> um, I'm
0: good. I'm sorry. I'm so laughing. So are are
1: you are you worried about Christopher Morel because he's been striking out a lot more in the last week?
0: Uh, you know, know, tonight, yeah, the first two weren't great. He popped out his third at bat, then he got a hit, and then in his last at bat he had a 10-pitch at bat. So am I concerned he's striking out too much? Maybe a little bit, but I I'm hoping that he, you know, evens it out a little bit. Strikeouts are going to happen. Uh, but I still think he's giving you quality at bats more often than not. So I think we still need to see a little bit more of a sample size to actually be very, very concerned. But yeah, yeah he had a, what he had a four strikeout
2: game last week. He had a three strikeout yeah. game on Friday. Four or
0: three? This was a two.
1: He had yeah.
2: four against the Yankees. I think it was that Sunday against the Yankees. Has had a couple mul- multiple strikeout games in the last week. Uh, May. May he was at through May he was at twenty two point six percent K rate, That's which pretty league average. It's yeah. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in June he's at a thirty one point eight percent K rate. Uh, so on the season he's now up to like above, like almost two eighty yeah. or not two eighty. The league's adjusted to him a little bit. Like yeah, they have. Um, and he was never like a, a, a low strikeout guy anyway. Like he was always having around the mid twenties had a few upper twenties um, percentages of uh, his strikeout rate. Mm-hmm. That's, who he's, that's how he's always been. I think the low strikeout rate was like a surprise when he the first couple weeks. Um, I'm not saying this is who he is or this is how he's going to be as a major league player because, like you said, Cody, he has had a lot of really good at bats, and you've seen that he has the ability to have really good at bats. The strikeout rate and just the the, the the rise over the last two weeks of that is concerning, but. Again, as Luke said, it's it, if it's just the league adjusting to him, getting more data on him, getting better scouting reports, and figuring out how best to attack him, then it's up to Morrell to work on that and work on adjusting back to the league. And you know, just seeing him, and you know, a little over a month now in the big leagues, he has a, a great work ethic. He has he's someone that likes to play, just likes to play baseball, likes to be good at baseball, um, and so I think you can. Exp- I think, you, I think he will certainly work on the things that is making making that strikeout rate go up, which in turn is making him have, you know, his numbers are falling. I mean, will he ultimately adjust and get back to the guy that was lighting the world on fire? We don't know that. That's That remains to be seen. But I think just knowing Chris Morrell as a player, like, that's going to be something he's going to go head on. And I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out because, again, yeah, the strikeout rate has risen, and that's concerning. Um. So it's up to him to obviously bring that yeah. back down.
0: No, I, and, and it's not to say that I'm not like, I guess concerned. I I am a I am. It's on my radar. Like I've definitely noticed it. Um, but I don't know. Like it's you know when you hear in the minor leagues he uh, you know barely walked any at one point and then suddenly was able to flip it and become just an elite on um, base guy who was able to work walks and stuff. That's not something you can teach. Like, the amount of times the Cubs tried to do that with Starling Castro was, you know, example enough, in my opinion, to say that you just can't teach that. You you either can do it or you can't. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people think that he is going to be a, you know, just a solid player, average Whatever. Hey, the first month of his career was, you know, all-star level stuff. Do I think he's going to be an all-star one day? I don't know. I still don't know. And even during that month, I was like, this guy's just, I, I was saying he's our Lord and Savior just because he was giving us something fun to watch, you know. I, I don't know if he's going to give us that kind of production for a full season. But I do think that he is, at this point, been a very solid baseball player, even during this stretch of more strikeouts. He's, he's giving you versatility defensively. And, yeah, he struck out twice tonight, but he also got a hit. He had a 10-pitch at bat that resulted in an out, but it's still a good sign that – you know, he's still working counts. He's still, you know, battling. It, he had that 10-pitch at bat and was 12-1. to 1. Like, no one was watching the game. Like, he could have just folded and swung <laughs> the first pitch, ground it to short, something like that, and, like, just be done. But, you know, he grind, He cares about every at bat. And, like, that's something that as someone like me who watches every inch of the game, like, something that I pay attention to. So, again, I, I, I don't know where – what kind of player he's going to project to yet, but – I still think it's trending up more so than trending down. Morel,
1: Thompson, Steele, Horner, all of the guys that you're excited about this season have all had tough stretches. It's not, it's not all going to be perfect throughout the season. And, it, and it's, you know, we talk about each game after it's over, and so that's a, you know, such a tiny sample size. Did we notice it? Yes. Is it concerning at this point? No, I don't think so. How about your bets, Cody? You Getting anything good going tonight?
0: Uh, well, How's like your s- bank account. From like the- I said uh, earlier, I did bet the White Sox money line. Oh, did, are the Avalanche winning? No,
3: they no. were not. It was six to three. They were losing. Yikes. The bots so, are true. back though. The bots wow. are back. Yep.
1: Uh, I just well, don't
3: get it. Tinder is literally free. I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But. <laughs> it's, it
0: is. Yeah, they do right. have a subscription. I heard though. I, I don't uh, know you heard. I heard. <laughs> I did hear. I don't need it anymore. Uh, Anyway, I made all my bets on my favorite app. I log on it every morning. I'm laying in bed. I, you know, I just roll over, grab my phone. I look and ignore all of the text message I have, and go straight to PointsBet. Again, favorite app, favorite place to log on to. It's also the best way to support CHGO. And if you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. But that's not it. If you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. You see down here in the lower thirds of the screen on the left side, left, right side, right side over there. Yeah, those shirts, you can get them in the CHGO locker. It's great stuff. Yeah. So that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at Bet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at all chgo.com and we'll help you out. You're home for live. In-play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite team primed for a comeback? <laughs> were they? There's don't, only one way to go. <laughs> yeah. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. Did you guys uh, happen to live bet the Cubs when they were down 12-1? to 1? No. I don't, not. Probably not smart, but you know what? Those odds would have been really great, and they got the best odds on points but I promise you. How quick could, have, could he have done it? Very quick. Nice. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. See why consumers say PointsBet has been the fastest with their live bets. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use code CHGO. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. I say it every show, if Luke can do it, so So can you. you. So can you. It is a beautiful thing that Luke knows how to use an iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you were someone you know has a gambling problem and wants to help, call one eight hundred Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services.
1: One day after Father's Day, I'm ready taking hits on this show. By the way, did yeah. you see uh, a break the father's social break. account yesterday for CHGO? They posted pictures of all the father's kids, uh, yeah. and for me, they put you two. Yeah. Well, put my, I, there was one me you in the my hot dog son, costume at we then, the Circle with you two. I got yeah. three kids. Yeah, uh, two grown kids and one little one. Uh, I got to tell you guys about Owen, which stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. Uh, I first heard about this when I found out Justin Fields was doing an all-plant-based diet. And I was like, well, this guy's serious about his health, obviously. Mm -hmm, He's going to be a peak athlete. Sure, I'm 50, but I, I could still be a peak athlete. You've got to put the right things in your body. So you start with this plant-based diet. And Owen, a protein shake, chocolate, vanilla, salted caramel, uh, strawberry. Cody started doing it. Now he's wearing tank tops on the shirt. You yeah.
2: Know?
0: Yeah, I, you know.
1: Just trying to tan the arms.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You ready for this? 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me and Justin Fields and try Owen only what you need. Give it a shot. Pretty it's good, good stuff. good stuff.
0: I recommend it. It's really good. You ordered it up yet? Going to. I'm going to. I'm trying. I've been spending way too much money lately. On shoes. Yeah. Just take some of that shoe
1: money and put That's it That's why I said you got to set the shoe money aside.
0: <laughs> well, when the Cubs are not winning, I either eat or I buy shoes. So, <laughs> you know, I got yep. to choose one. I'm trying to Everybody lose for the crunch. summer. I got I to go to a wedding this weekend. I, I, I got to, you know. I got to keep the girlfriend interested, you know. (laughs) Like, got a lot of got a lot of stuff here, Stucky. Like, it's hard to just be like, nah. Right,
1: I know it. And then I brought cupcakes in today. That didn't help. Yeah, it did not help at all. Cake pops and cupcakes.
2: Still kind of angry at you for that.
1: Might bring a few more in tomorrow, but I got to tell you, that cleared out real quick. that box of cupcakes, cupcakes and cake
2: pops. I don't know who had the
3: cake pops. Food in in this office in general, fast. You you leave something out. It's, like the it's, not, it's not last until the end of the day. It's like wow.
2: the Bermuda Triangle. Like, it just kind of disappears. It just goes away. The jar of candy's back, too, I saw. Yeah, you I have been snack on some candy.
0: Isaac says raw cookie dough hours. It definitely is. Especially yeah. after a 12-1 loss.
3: Don't give Luke any ideas here. <laughs> He's going to leave the show and go right to Cone. if it's still, It might be still open, you know?
1: Raw cookie dough is good stuff. I don't, I've never... You ever get sick? People are just like, oh, you can't eat raw cookie dough. The eggs never got sick yeah. as a kid People, i ate that yeah, stuff eat all, that the all the time
0: there's like an ice cream shop in my hometown uh like right outside the grocery store and i every time i went there i'd ride my bike down there and i would get the, the like it was like their version of a cookie dough blizzard from dairy queen Ooh. got it every single time you run right now I, every single time it was like i did not care so, yeah. You always
1: go blizzards at DQ? What do you Yeah. Always, yeah, always a blizzard? blizzard. Always, always go blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. What about the dilly bar back in the day?
0: Eh, I mean, it's good, but, like, the
2: blizzard just hits different. Yeah, bro. the, the brownie batter blizzard. Yeah. I, mean, I, I also like, like Butterfinger Luke, or Snickers. Luke strikes
3: me yeah. as a Reese's. butterscotch dilly bar guy.
2: No,
1: no.
3: That's no. that's just, just, that just was regular, my guy.
1: Just the regular dilly bar If I go the other way. But I'm usually a blizzard there, too. Or just the cone dipped in chocolate. Ooh. Like a large vanilla cone dipped in chocolate. That was my go-to as a kid. We used to collect the little baseball helmets, you know? Yeah. On vacation, we'd always no. go to Dairy Queen a lot, and yeah. each week they'd have, like, different teams come through. So if you were there a different year, you'd get a different team. I had all the teams on a standings board. Mm-hmm. I had I every know. helmet. That's how many Sundays I had
2: as a kid. Good for you. Good yeah. for you, he yeah. says. No, I was just – uh, think, bl- if the Brownie Batter Blizzard is out of stock, I'll just get, like – like chocolate blizzard with M&Ms in it. Very simple and There you go. Big MM M guy. Royal cheesecake blizzard.
1: Oreo brownie Ooh. earthquake.
2: Never tried it.
1: If you I've not had that. They had one the last blizzard I had which was a, probably a couple months ago. They had a <laughs> we mint talk
0: about food on the show. They so had much.
1: a they had a mint <laughs> brownie one. So it was like a mint ice cream with chunks of chocolate brownie in it. Dynamite. Isaac
3: says Thin Mint Blizzard. Girl Scout Thin Mint. Yeah, bird. that
1: sounds Ooh, good. Oh, those bags! You got to put them in the freezer too. See, if we can't have treats to make us feel better on this show, we'll just we talk can at least about talk about them. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit. yeah, I used to
2: get Rainbow Sherbert at uh, Baskin Robbins back in the day. <laughs> I used to get cones. I love Rainbow. <laughs> Sherbert. What about the
1: Rainbow Cone in Chicago? I've never had it. Never
2: had it. Never had I know either. it's
1: it's a little more of a South Side thing, but it's mm-hmm. now expanded out to Skokie and some of the suburbs this summer. <laughs> Rainbow color. That it? sounds like an ice cream social. Oh, they were, they were I, talking
2: about that on the CHGO show the other day, Yeah, I've they? never had it. It's a like B-C-O? you know, stacked with
1: all the different flavors. Really? Go yeah, check out
2: had the had CHGO it. show if you haven't. It's on the I, I how it. how podcast an,
0: from there. I love how we did an Owen ad, and now we're talking about ice cream. So. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: you gotta balance
0: out
1: life. You go <laughs> balance. With the, listen, balance. you got you gotta go the protein shake in the morning and then you can have the cookie dough at night. That's the way I've lived my life for a long time. As it clearly shows. all right, let's Let's get to the who you got. We talked about it a little bit. <laughs> Hap wins. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ryan Ryan
1: wins. I mean, I had Killian, yeah. and I've, <laughs> I've sent him back to the minors, basically, is what everybody's saying. Like, tough game. I've picked him twice in the last two games. Now, both starts went Killian. Didn't work out. I won't do it to him again. You went VR. <laughs> that might be the worst selection of the year. VR bold, and that's including and Joey picking Hayward out. every
0: night. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I was so I was, was bold I, and it didn't work out.
0: I got you know I I was I got Q I got Q with it. You know I felt bad for having such a huge lead on you guys. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, listen, Jonathan VR had good numbers against JT Brubaker. I was trying to speak into existence. Got a hit tonight. It's not like he went 0 for. He just can't play defense. So, what are the standings then? 10, 10
1: 8 5. 10 8. Man, it's still stuck on 5. All right. So, then in the broadcast, they start talking about Ian Happ is an all star. And I saw Dempster on, Ryan Dempster on Twitter saying, I agree. You know, saying it on the broadcast, he agrees. So, who are the other outfielders? I mean, Happ is having a good season. Yeah. Now, he's not going to be a guy that's going to get voted in yeah. by the fans. That's just not going to happen. But is he worthy of an all star? You know, early on, we talked about Keegan Thompson, and then he had a couple bad outings.
2: Yeah. Um, well, here's where. Uh, Contreras, <sighs> is all-star. Yeah. Contreras, Contreras is I mean, an all star. Contreras is like something catastrophic would have had to have happened for Contreras to not be an all star. Yachty just hacks the voting system. Yeah, you'll knock on some wood. Uh, but on the season, I mean, Ian Happ's hitting 290. 389 on base percentage, 466 slugging. Um, he's been even better in June. He's 385 average, 461 on base, 600 slugging. Mm. Like, he is he's having an all-star caliber season, and like Luke said, I don't think he has the fanfare that guys like Juan Soto or Mookie Betts, Jock Peterson's having a really good year. Like He's I, become I, a oh, – well, he's not a superstar player, yeah. but P- – Fans know who
0: he is because Jack of the Peter.
2: World Series. But, I mean, and Brandon Nimmo is having a great champion, year man. and Jeff McNeil, which I didn't even realize was having that good of a year until I kind of looked at the numbers. Um, but Happ is right up there with a lot of them in, in, in stats. So, um, Antonio, ma- yeah, Joey Jock. Yeah, Saint, maybe, the Cubs, maybe the Cubs show up and the Cubs fans show up and, and give him that vote and he's an all-star starter. Do I think that's likely? I don't know um, because I know there are other outfielders who – people around the league, fans around the league, do know. I do think Ian Happ has put himself so far in a good position to be, um, you know, to be in conversation for that, uh, one of those, um, what's it called, reserve spots for the outfield. Because he is having a really good year. That's up there with a lot of the best outfielders in the National League. Again, he's just not the he's not the superstar player that a lot of these guys are. But he's right. having very a very good season. His best season at the plate. Defense doesn't matter for all-star purposes. But –
3: I know Cubs fans um, he, appreciate what he's doing, but I, I just think that it's almost lost on on some of us just because of how bad the rest of the season has gone. He's having a great year. Like, look at the strikeout the strikeout percentage you know. down to twenty percent. It was twenty nine last year. Like, it had been a thirty six. You know, like it's yeah hadn't even been close to that. He's low. having
2: the best year, of best his year of his by career far.
3: by far. Yeah, and, and
2: he's having again numbers a lot of them, a lot of his numbers. And some of these important categories are better than guys like Juan Soto, are better than a few other outfielders. I think Jeff McNeil and Monkey Betts kind of top him pretty much everything because they have, those two are probably having very good you – know, they're having the best seasons of outfielders at the plate at least. Um, but, yeah, again, Ian Happ is right up there, and even if he doesn't get the starter selection, he's definitely in the running for one of these reserve spots. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting, like you say, he's having his best year, so is Contreras, and yet – you still hear rumors that both of them might be traded. Like, the best year of their career, and they're both, you know, slight they're they're going from prime years into slightly older baseball players, but certainly not over-the-hill baseball players. Ian like, Hap's
0: still in his yeah, 20s. Well, I yeah, wonder still-
3: if Hap, too, if, if he hadn't played this well, I don't know if he, you know, I think that there would be less uh, urgency to trade him. But right now it looks like, yeah, like we're talking about, you a team's going to want to trade for an all-star uh, versatile outfielder who can play basically all three positions in the outfield. I just think I, I, it's
1: such a. I I know – I can't even explain the Contreras thing anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't. And the half thing, I understand that, but like, you have been waiting for him develop, to develop into this player. Yep. To then trade him after he finally became this player. Doesn't make any sense, right? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, I know the, the flip side of it is, well, he's getting closer to – you're going to have to sign him to a free agent deal, but you're not. And how gonna, much you're going to have to pay him, and then is he going to be on the wrong side of the age that you think is what should be paid for that type of money? Man. I don't think you're going to have to pay him. I, an I've seen meant, amount of money, right. but more than you would have paid him last year if you gave him the deal for sure. For sure.
0: Well, it's not like the, the last year. I was I was thinking that the Cubs should non-tender him. 100. percent He I was thought, that bad. I thought before he had. I thought there was a chance he wasn't back with the Cubs. Yeah. And, you know, I, listen, I think that if the Cubs were to extend him, I think a, a a very good deal would be something like what Ben Zobors got, which was like, what, four years, 60, something some, like that? Somewhere around there, yeah. Somewhere around there. Like, I'd be fine. I think I'd be 56. more than yeah. fine
1: giving that money to Ian Happ.
0: Yeah. He has, and, you, and the thing is, they don't have to, they don't have to. They could do it next year, of course. Then, if they go into next year and without extending him, then like, then we'll sit here and we'll talk about him. Is he going to get traded? Depending on where the teams are, of course. But I mean, I, I don't. You're you're exactly right, Luke. Like he's in the best year of his career. Why'd you trade him? Like when you have one more year of control with him. I get it. This might be the peak of his career. You don't you don't know that. Other teams don't know that. Like some other team is going to pay him the same amount of money or close to the same amount of money that, that I just said that I think would be a very solid deal for him. It's not like Ian Happ is going to demand $200 million. Hell, even Wilson Contreras isn't going to demand $200 million. Right. So, but, like, you look at their decision when they first started, okay, we're going to
1: start tearing this thing down, and the first, really the first sign of it was Schwarber. mm well, you Darvish, really. Well, Darvish and then Schwarber. They let Schwarber go away. That's true. And really, they sort of chose Hap over Schwarber. Like, which guy did they think had the higher upside moving forward? Which guy likely would be more of an everyday player, even though they knew DH was coming? Yeah. And so people were mad when Schwarber went. And, I again, I still don't understand letting Schwarber go, but they chose Hap. Now, if you let Hap go, too— now you're really scratching your head, like, how, how many steps back do you have to take before you take a step forward?
0: Yeah. And I I don't want to do it again, Luke, but, like, you look at some of the talent coming up, you look at the payroll, and you're like, you, you add a few more guys, let Velazquez start actually playing, maybe play so well that you think, oh, this guy can at least be a DH next year. And you you add some free agent pieces doesn't even have to be major pieces but like actual free agent like signings that are or that show that they're going to you know actually use them and I'm not saying a ton but like you look at it and it's like this team doesn't have to be this bad to not only make playoffs while you also wait for all the big big right. prospects to come up it's it just they're much bigger steps my, if you trade Contreras and half right and-, and you can't bank on it to work out like you did last time. Like that's that's the thing you can't bank on it. Cubs organizationally are in a better spot than they were in 2012, in my opinion. A lot of people might disagree with that. That's fine. I, maybe you're just not as high on the prospects. When, when in 2012, the Cubs had nothing outside of Starlin Castro and and Anthony Rizzo. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they they it took them a while to develop a farm system, and they they hit lightning in a bottle in those first-round picks with Bryant and Schwarber, yeah. and, and, and you know, they had Javi Baez. My bad. I forgot about Javi Baez. Uh, you know, then they added free agents, and you, we all know the story. To me, it's just like, you can't bank on all of that going in a row again. It's and pretty fortunate. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't want to call it luck. I want to say that Theo Epstein is the GOAT, and he deserves a statue outside of Wrigley one day. But, like, there's some luck into that, no, no doubt. I mean, again, the... They 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 might have taken Mark Appel if the Astros would have taken Chris Bryant, you know what I mean like that's that's just the the facts uh, of how the draft and prospects and all that are such a toss up and it's a lot a bunch of lottery tickets. you know the bottom line is especially with the market we're in, and if the Brickets are going to continue to make this team a most expensive ticket in baseball that they they need to do more in the offseason. And if they're going to do more in the offseason, then you can't trade everyone. I get trading Contreras' final year's contract, whatever. Is that playing the best year of his career, and you could perhaps re-sign him in the off season. But Ian Happ, like you got one more year, yeah, one more year. And I and I'm someone who wants them to extend Contreras. Like I, you know, trading Robertson, Givens, Chris Martin, Rafael Ortega, you know. A few of these other guys, you probably get some for wisdom now too. If like I'd rather them trade wisdom than than Happ and Contreras personally. Like you could Agreed. you could get some solid pieces, not top prospect guys. Probably you still get some solid pieces to go into your system, and at least at least you have some leaders going in next year. Like yeah. that, there's just a lot a lot more, and then you can finally play some of your young guys that are in Iowa that I've already stated that deserve a shot or at least
2: just throw him out there let him play the rest of the season and see what happens. It's just mind-boggling. Yeah, well, it's like we talked about earlier Cody. I I feel like Ian Hap won't get traded this year because of that extra year of club control. Um I think that's kind of a reason why like Contreras wasn't on the chopping block last year, the deadline because he had that extra year of club control mm-hmm. and stuff. Um Yeah, but I, I agree it's just like it's at some point, and I know, like when the Cubs, you know, their their last great team, a lot of these young guys, or a lot of it was the young guys that were coming. But even Anthony Rizzo, by the time they were ready to compete, had a few years in the big leagues. But then you got Brian fifteen, like Schwarber in fifteen, Javi and fourteen, whatever. And then a lot of it was like bringing in free agents as like the veteran leaders, right? You had the Jason Hayward, his his speech, uh, but Ben Zobrist out there, John Lester, all these guys. But you can't count on that to happen again. You can't count on, like you said, the the, the rookies or the the young players to come up and play at the level of Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, and you know Addison Russell at the time, Wilson Contreras. So how, you can't count on these new guys to play like those guys did where you can just then spend money on bringing in veteran leaders with championship experience. Like It's not a tried-and-true formula that works all the time. So if you're getting rid of all these guys like Contreras and Ian Happ and Kyle Hendricks if the time comes, then and and then you're kind of out of all these guys that bring valuable intangible experience of being world series champions or playoff, you know, playoff uh playoff players, right? Um and then you're left with some veterans that have maybe haven't been around as long or haven't won as much and a bunch of young guys who are have never won because they're just getting here. Yeah. And that's again like at it's just going through that formula and trying to just redo what you did the last time. Even Jed said it himself a couple weeks ago that that doing the same thing over again doesn't always work. So if they if that's the route they try to take and it doesn't work, I think you can point back to getting rid of all these guys that bring in experience. Yeah. That uh, it's it's tough. It's a tough position, obviously. But if there was
0: yeah. a young guy that was coming up and you felt like he was going to be the leader, and I, you know, perhaps Brennan Davis would have been that guy this year, which we still don't really know. The outlook for him, you yeah, have for even playing this year. Surprise, yeah, would be a really young
1: guy to be the leader, like right, right out of the game. But at like,
0: least, at least, like you would have some hope that he could because he's the top prospect mm-hmm. in the system and a top 20 prospect in baseball. But like at this point, what we're just assuming he ain't going to play until next year, and like that's a whole year off without even playing anything at all, like even in the minors or anything, like not no at bats, no professional, no actual pitching. You, you just can't. Going in next year and think that this guy's going to be able to jump in and just like produce for you, I mean that's kind of similar to what the Royals did with uh, Bobby Witt Jr., right? Like they just threw him out there and like he struggled a lot. And I do think that he's going to be better by the end of the year, but like it, it wasn't, it hasn't been pretty to start for him. So, uh, you know, I again, it's just kind of one of those things where I, it's kind of, it, it's more of about wanting to know what. Jed's thinking in his head more more than anything, because, like, I don't want to come on here and complain about the same shit every night. And I tried to not do it, and here <laughs> I go, and then I did it again. But, like... It's inevitable, though. That's, like, just what at, bad at, games lead to. Yeah, I'm just yeah. at a point where, you know, every, every game I'm just tweeting, you know, so-and-so's name, trade value, stock up, stock down. <laughs> like, I don't... I got nothing else for you guys. Like, it... <laughs> That's the only thing I genuinely care about at this point in terms of what the Cubs are doing. Cause I want to, the trade deadline is going to tell us so much about what they feel about 2023. And if they move Hap Contreras, those three relievers, I mentioned Rafael Ortega and anyone else really Patrick wisdom. Like, yeah, we ain't going to be good for like until like 2024, 2025 at the earliest. And the Cubs just should not be operating like that, man.
2: It absolutely should not, in my personal opinion. Cody, and Cody really wants to be ch- saying other teams' players are trending yes, up. That's correct. Trade values planning, trending up, not Cubs players.
1: Uh, and don't you worry, Stan. We'll talk more about Dairy Queen in just a minute. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. You get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, and if you make a fifty-dollar or more first-time deposit. You get that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content from Ryan, and you get the free shirt of your choice. And we got new swag on the way. Swag came out today. It swag. It slaps, as Cody it says. Some of these slap. new shirts we have slap. It uh, slap. Any questions? Email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign up available in Illinois. Download the Points Bet app right now. Register your account. Start to finish all from your phone. If Cody can do it, you can do it. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever. And you can start living your bet life in seconds. So, what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your life with Points Bet gambling problem. Call 1 800 522 4700. Reading problem. Call 1 800 Stucky.
3: Real, so, so real, to, yeah. to,
0: just to close out on Ian Happ, yes, yes, I think he deserves to be an all-star. I don't think he'll get enough votes for the fans, but do believe he deserves to be an all-star. Uh, what you have here in Notion, Luke, 385, 461, 600 in, in June. He's having a hell of a month. He had a great April. His May was down a little bit, but overall, it has been very good. He deserves to be highlighted by... Uh, Major League Baseball. And,
1: you. <laughs> you know, I also think with the Cubs, when you talk about the Cubs and everybody talks about the what value Hayward has left on this team, and it's mostly people say leadership, you know, like he's the guy to bring guys under their wings. Ian Hap's great for that, too. So if yeah. you're going to lose that with Hayward eventually, Hap is a guy that can take that mantle and, and go with it, I hope. I, I'd like to see him stay with the Cubs, too. Um, so the next three games, we, Killian didn't work out but you still get a nice view of possibly future pieces of the rotation.
2: Swarmer, Thompson, Steele, right? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, all guys with 39 combined (laughs) career starts. You're going to have some bad. (laughs) Like
1: I said at the beginning, you're going to have some – when you have guys that are that young, you're going to have some bad starts in there. But you're hoping to see the good ones. And each of these three guys, Swarmer, Thompson, and Steele, have also shown you the good.
2: Yeah, they've they've had some good starts. Swarmer's first two. Um, you know, Steele's had a couple of good ones lately. Keegan had his best start of probably of his career on uh, it was a Friday. Uh, so they have all, they've all shown flashes. They can all do well against you know different, especially lineups like Schwarmer, a lineup that hasn't seen him before. Mm-hmm. Um, they can all do they can all do good things. Um, you just got to get. I remember Kyle Hendricks said this along uh, back when they were in Milwaukee, but it's like you just got for him specifically, but this is for everyone. You just got to get more of the good, and you got to see more of the good you know like you're gonna have some bad starts from these young guys but if you can get more of the good more often than not then you really start seeing what these guys can be for a future competitive team if they you know if they're starting rotation guys if they're good multi inning relievers whatever it is if they show you and continue to show you more of the good that they have and more of what makes them good then they then you'll start seeing whether they can be what, what their role can be on, on a good competitive pitching staff
1: Well, hopefully Swarmer does better than Killian did tonight. Cubs turn it around and maybe uh, get the second game of this series. We'll find out. We're going to be here for a pregame show, 5.30 on Tuesday. Hope you'll join us for that. Uh, And then we'll be back after the game for a full hour again right here on CHGO bringing you the postgame show. Hopefully it's more positive, but if we go into what's wrong with the franchise, we're we're ready to do that too. And if you want to talk, you know, blizzards. Ooh. Sometimes you need to feel a little bit better. We'll talk blizzards if that's what Sometimes happens. Sometimes you need comfort food, there? baby. I, you know what? I was. I want to guess with Cone down the street, no. But I did it just notice that the place next door, Cone, does mix things in. Like they'll do a blizzard Ooh. type thing. I we'll have, we'll
2: have
0: to go take Game care of that changer. tomorrow. Game changer. Yeah, we should have an ice cream. So- we should have an ice cream social tonight. Well, we, we can't what do an either. ice
1: cream social tomorrow. It's going to be like 101 degrees. It's wow. just going to melt everywhere. That's fair. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, but the thing is, Stucky, is you said that your, uh, <laughs> your new life... Uh, starts on Wednesday. Starts on Wednesday, yeah. Could be true. Thursday. <laughs> it could be, <laughs> it could be could Thursday. We'll move it to Thursday. We'll <laughs> check out check, As long as and I and have see.
1: Owen in my back pocket, I feel good ah, about true. at least half of my day and what right. I have going on. And know. Know. as long as I have Craft
0: Coffee, I'll be able to sleep at night, so... <laughs> see, there, there you, you go. go. There's your spin zone for the spin night. There you go.
1: <laughs> Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs Post Game Show podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then, and hopefully, you'll be able to fly the W.